Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. And I'm going to tell you right now that I definitely don't know Jack about this particular subject. Let's talk about a fever of 103. So the big question is this. How are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Uh, and I, I want to share with you a dad's perspective. Ladies out there, um, I want to talk about when my son's sick. Either one of them are sick and they have fevers. Fever of 103. And I'll never forget the first time that my baby boy many years ago had a fever of 103. I was scared to death. And I just remember... My wife telling me that babies, when they get a temperature like that, it's their body fighting things off and we don't really need to worry until like 104, 105. And I'm like, what are you kidding me? 105 temperature? (laughs) And then I go and Google it and she's right. Um, But to this day, when either one of them has a fever, I don't like it. And I equate it to this, moms who are listening. You know, when I go to the park, my wife really doesn't go to the park with us anymore because he he doesn't go the monkey bars the normal route. He will climb on top of the monkey bars, which, you know, are eight, ten feet up and, you know, crawl across the top. And, and I don't stop him because I want him to do things and work through his fears. See, I have a video of that and um, maybe I'll put it up on the website but in the website being be the dad you wish you had.com, you can go to forward slash blog and, and catch bonus material and things there. Um, but when he's there, the other day we're watching and he's like, oh my gosh, dad, I'm kind of scared. And he's laughing. And I said, that's all right. You got it. He's pushing through his fear. He's scared to do what he's doing, but yet he's doing it. So the difference between a mom and a dad, I can't control a temperature, right? And my wife at the park would be a basket case. If she saw half the things he does because she thinks her little boy is going to get hurt. When my kids are sick, I'm a basket case. And my wife is the calmest of the calmest, it's like the calm before a storm. Uh, I grew up in South Florida, so there's hurricanes. And you know, it's the most beautiful day, uh, a day or two before a hurricane. You would never know that a monster storm is gonna come. And my wife is that, that calmness before and after the storm, and I'm kind of the wreck when the boys are sick. And most recently, um, the baby was sick, and my wife, again, and, and I know she's right. You know, I'm like, let's give him some ibuprofen. Give him something to ease his pain. Do whatever we can. Uh, and, and I'm not a big drug guy. I don't, I don't take anything for myself. I let my immune system do it. But I see my baby boy in pain. And I'm just like, let's comfort him. 
And my wife is like, let his immunity build. His body's fighting this stuff. His body's capable. And I'm just like, man, you sound like me. With our kids uh, doing physical things out in the world. Um, so it's just interesting. And I think it's so needed. And anybody out there um, who is a single parent may, who may be listening to this. I, I say this with the utmost respect because I do not know how, one, my mother did it. Uh, as she was a single mom, I do not know how you do it because as I watch the dynamic of my wife and I, and I watch how she protects and I build in certain areas and how I protect and how she builds in other areas. And I think we need that male female perspective and that yin and yang and how we balance each other out. In the all the different scenarios of this craziness that I don't know jack about, which is parenting, I look at some of the things she does. Like I, I, I'm a guy, and I, I look at how she will plan vacations and she'll plan trips to go see Thomas the Train, and she plans uh, for us to go to the museums, and she plans. And I'm the guy who's like, hey, let's go for a hike, and let's just spend time in nature. Let's go throw a frisbee, a football. I'm doing a lot of those physical things and she's doing those things that are more nurturing to the mind, right? I'm a guy. I like to do physical things. She's a mom. She wants them to be smart and intelligent and well-cultured. And I'm just like, hey, let's just go rub elbows and beat each other up. And uh, and kids need all of that dynamic. And they need someone when they have a 103 temperature to be a little crazy and caring for them. And they need someone who's stable and knows how to take care of them. And that's not me. It's my wife. So for you single moms out there and even some of you single dads, you know, for whatever reason that you have the children, which, you know, bless you for taking on that responsibility for whatever reason that that could have come about. That could come about because you fought for your kids because it was an unsafe environment with mom. It could be that you are um, widowed, right? Somehow you lost uh, your partner in this thing called uh, life. And, and, and for some reason, it could be various amount of reasons, but dad, you're the one who has stepped up to the plate um, Kudos to you because as men, we don't always have that nurturing bone in our body. And if we do, we don't know how to execute it, right? So just know that uh, my hat's off to you. For you moms who are single, you know, be conscious of your little boys in particular. You're really great with the girls because, you know, you're a girl, you understand. But understand that boys are a different dynamic, and boys have a lot of energy. And to ask a boy to sit down, <sighs> crazy. And I know I, I started this talking about a fever 103 and, and, and talking about, you know, the differences. I, I think the title is there to bring a story. But my point is, is we all parent differently number one all of us you're going to parent differently than i do but as men and women we bring different things to the table and i just want to say that i'm appreciative of my wife in my chaos 
uh, when my emotions, when my kids are sick, how I feel about that, bringing a calmness. And I, and I hope that she appreciates and, and ladies out there, I hope you appreciate that your partner, your husband, uh, that when he goes to the park and boys or girls are out there doing craziness, that he has a calm about him because he knows he's there and can, if anything happens, he's there to pick them up and say, hey, daddy's here, everything's okay. Um, I never want my son or, or children to get hurt at the park. But I'm not fearful of it happening. I'd much rather them, and I talked about parks before in the past uh, on this podcast, and I think the title is Don't Ever Go to the Park. The reason I love the park is because it's a place for them to socialize, number one, two, get outside their comfort zone and do things that they're capable of doing, uh, right, that create a little bit of fear. And, and, and them overcoming those fears and, and feeling a sense of pride and success. When your kid does the monkey bars for the first time, they feel amazing. But even before they do that, the first time they go down that big super slide, they're like, I just did that. And they feel amazing. And they want to do it again and again and again. And that just brings me to when I grew up as a kid. Uh, I was probably about 12 or 13 years old. One of my best friends in middle school, he and I went to a water park. Our parents dropped us off when we could do that at, at, at that age. And and I had season passes to this place all the time. And they had this, you know, eight-story slide that just dropped. You had to cross your arms. It went straight down and it was a water slide. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, yeah, you are. I'm not walking all the way up here to go down one of those wimpy slides. We're going to go down the awesome slide. And... I made him go first so he wouldn't chicken out and go down. And he went down this slide. And when I got to the bottom, he was like, dude, that was so awesome. Let's do it again. And we, we proceeded to go down it probably a half dozen, dozen times that day. He overcame a fear. It's our job as parents, in that case a friend, to empower those to overcome their fears and enjoy their life. Because if they can overcome fears on the park... And if you allow them to, and you allow them to feel that success at a young age, early and often, the success outweighs the fears and they know they're capable of doing. And once a kid's capable of doing and believe that they can do, the world is their oyster. And I don't know about you. I mean, I don't know jack about parenting, but I know this. I want my kids to have the greatest chance of being productive members of society. I, I, I hesitate to use the word successful because successful in, in this world today is, you know, people picture money and cars and this and that. No, I want them to be productive, happy members of society. And I don't think they're capable of doing that if they're living in a state of fear. And again, that's why I think the yin and the yang of mom and dad, my wife is calm when he's sick. I am not. But if it was only me, when the kids got sick and they saw me unstable, they'd be unstable when they were sick. But they get to see the calmness of mom and I get to mask my own fear. When they're at the park and my wife masks her fear by just not showing up, they get to see that they could be successful there. But if it's a single parent scenario, wherever my fears show up, they may end up being fearful of. 
unless you're wise beyond your years in which my mom was. Mom, if you're listening to this, I just want to thank you because I know there are things that you are fearful of. My mom says she's an introvert. I would never have known that as a child. She says she didn't like being in crowds in different places and she knew that that didn't benefit her. So what she did is she made us social. She brought us to parties. She had parties. She brought us out in public. She talked to people outside of her comfort zone so that her kids would feel comfortable doing that when they grew up. I consider myself an introvert extrovert. I am very content being by myself. But when I get into a crowded place, I have no problem talking to perfect strangers. My wife always says, man, you like know everybody. You're such an extrovert. And I laugh and I'm like, I, I'm not. But I'm comfortable enough in my own skin because my mom was wise enough to not put her introverted self first. She knew it would benefit us to be a little bit more extroverted. So she led by example outside of her comfort zone. So I'll leave with this question and you ask yourself, where can you get outside your comfort zone as a parent? What can you do or what is there something about yourself that you do not like that you wish was different that you can consciously do the opposite of that or change that behavior so that it doesn't impact your child in a negative way? Think about that. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.